Yes, guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Jonah Football Podcast, sponsored by Skills Australia, the best sporting equipment on the market. I'm here with the legends. We're over Zoom today. I'm here with Shane Murray from Ireland. Um, unfortunately, no subtitles for Shane, but you can get them on the YouTube. Jules, <laughs> apologise, guys. He's got his Arsenal top on. Um, won, won a game of you. Jesus Christ. Got an out of, got an out of draw, didn't you? After winning. And boys, I'm absolutely delighted to have a guest on the, the podcast this week. Uh, someone that does something very similar to, to us at Jonah Football. And we've never had anyone like this on our podcast, actually. That's someone that does something similar to us, Shane. Am I right or not? Nah, it's usually always been players yeah. or, or, or stuff. But yeah, I always it's, said it's really if good. I was going to get someone on the podcast that does something similar to us, it's someone that we massively respect. Uh, and that is Tom Owens, Tom Owens UK. Cheers for coming on, lad. Always appreciate it. Thank you so much. Been been following, and um, I'm sure some deeper stuff today, but a lot of inspiration from the the work that all three of us have done. So, um, so yeah, excited to be here and and let's roll. Let's do it. Love it. Shit, yeah, we're gonna have to get subtitles for Shane and Tom today. <laughs> Scouser, <laughs> an Irishman, yeah. Colombian, Welshman. Oh, it is a hell of a combination, huh? Woolly back, yeah, I yeah. got called Tom when I was a YT. Fucking a woolly really? back. Yeah, yeah well, I didn't want to say it like, but that is that's the category, isn't it? What's well, a woolly back? What's well, a woolly back like from the country? Like, yeah, well, just well, like back, I think yeah. pretty much anyone who's not from I mean, this is my perspective anyway. Anyone who's not from Liverpool yeah. is considered a woolly back. Yeah. So even, yeah, even yeah. I spent I spent a bit of time in America, seven years in America, and came back and it was just like I got a bit of stick for it, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got <laughs> it every. I got it every day, Shane, from Chris Marriott Mazza, who's going to come on the podcast as well. Even though he was, he wasn't a scouser. I'm not having that. I'll get him on the podcast next week. He wasn't a scouser. Have you been what then? You to, have you been then, Tom? I think it's like what is it? Quarter past eleven there in the UK. Quarter past eleven, yeah. Quarter past eleven. Yeah, all good, all good. I've uh, just got to the office now, but but you know, um, loads going on. Um, trying to. You know, as you boys know, you live it every day, trying to run uh, and grow and build the the private training business. Um, comes with loads of challenges and loads of problems, but all the good stuff. So trying to keep that afloat, as well as trying to um, to grow. I've got a seven month old baby. You know a little bit about oh, that, Lee. Um, I do, man. So, so yeah, trying to juggle lots of challenges as well. But nah, it's all um, it's all the good stuff and and enjoying the ride, like enjoying the ride. What's uh, what? What does a Monday look like for you? Um, well, the baby's ill, so it's all a subject on the baby. She's got a cold, so like oh, yeah. it was two two nights ago. I'm in the I'm in the A and E till like half three in the morning asleep. I think it's just exactly. standard comes with the first child. You know what I mean? So it, even if she you. if she sneezes, it's like ambulances turning up and all that. You're like <laughs> making sure yeah. nothing goes wrong. So especially me, Mister, she's a. Uh, Oh, for being the moment, actually, they're protective. So, so today, I'm just in the gym today, a little bit later than usual, but I was in the gym, came straight from the gym, literally just jumped on here now. So, this is the first thing I'm doing today. And we'll, um, I'll be in the office till about three o'clock with the lads, um, and Megan as well. And then we'll be on the pitch till about eight o'clock tonight. And then that'll be us. Look, yeah, that lovely. sounds like my schedule, Shane. Gym, and then gym, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. When was the last time you saw the inside of a gym, Lee? What are you on about? I remember, I remember. remember story. It's unbelievable. Remember we went to Chatswood and we all signed up for the gym, Jules? Yeah. <laughs> and 
He, he had a membership. He went what, the first day and he had a membership for two years. He didn't go again. Go once. I think I should have He didn't last. No, he went nah. once, never went back. Top, top. But you're looking in good shape as well. Is it because you guys are just coaching each other? Is that how you stay in the how you stay in the float? <laughs> Take nah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Take me top off. You're gonna say that, Shaz. I'm massive. What are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> he said uh, I came to the office today and he was like uh I, I, I said something about I'm hungry or something. He goes, oh, I'm not eating today. And I was like, what do you mean you're not eating? He goes, nah, I had a big weekend. And I was like, so you're not you're not eating any food? And he was like, no, I'm just drinking coffee. So I was like, bro, that's not good for you. That's not yeah, good nah. Terrible weekend, Tom. So, it was so, one of your best mates in So what type of gym stuff do you do? I think I think I see a bit of you doing a bit of boxing and stuff, Tom, yeah? Fancy yeah, yourself, fancy yourself for a bit of scrap, do you? No, there was no, no chance at all. Actually, I've got a funny story about that. So there's a boxer. There's a boxer who um, is called Rocky Fielding. You know Rocky Fielding? He's a yeah, world yeah. champion from, from Liverpool, local box city anyway. And um, so his lad comes and trains with us. So we've got a camp. My mum works at our camp, so she does all the check-ins and the registration and all that. She doesn't know who Rocky Fielding is. Obviously, in Liverpool, he's huge, world champion. So she's chatting with Rocky Fielding about, oh, Thomas is great, and he does this, he does that. And he's actually into his boxing as well. And I don't, and I don't know. She's talking here to him, and and she tells me later. And so obviously, Rocky World Champion's going. Obviously, into his boxing, yeah. And then my mum's going, yeah, you should. And she's pulling up clips of me on the pads and all that. And I'm just like, oh, mum. <laughs> and then later on, in, in conversation, he says to me, mum, yeah, when I got my World Championship, I was doing this. My mum went, World Championship? What do, what, what do you mean? What, what do you do? He's like, yeah, mum. Boxing World Championship. And my mum's like, oh my God, don't watch any of our Thomas's videos. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, so, so basically, my mum's telling Rocky Field and World Champion that I can have a little go in the boxing ring, <laughs> and I can't. I can't. Uh, um, but now I do the boxing on a Friday, and I, I'm, I do a lot of kettlebells. One of my good friends, uh, he's on he's on Instagram. He's called Shredfast, and he does a lot of kettlebell stuff. So I do all of his workouts. And... Um, I've just got to try and prioritise it because if I don't prioritise it, things are so busy. You're just like, it's something that just slips. And next thing you know, you're a couple of weeks in and you're like, fucking hell, shit, I haven't been, I haven't made it to the gym. And I just yeah. think like the work that we do, you know, I feel better in myself when I'm working out, when I'm going to the gym. And obviously the, the job that we do, we requires a lot of energy. But out on the pitch, you know, pouring, pouring our heart and soul into our clients. And I just don't think that like, I feel personally don't feel like I can pour everything I've got into it unless I'm feeling physically in the best shape I can be. So I get I get more energy from trying to to work out in the morning. And when I don't, I don't know, I just feel a little bit drowsy. I feel a little bit a little bit loose. So I try and get it in the morning first thing. I was just about to say that like I've stopped playing football now and that was one of the biggest decisions. But I've got obviously a second one on the way. My little girl's now three and I think with Jonah football Sometimes I've I've been a culprit of just trying to take too many things on because I get so excited, like the Jonah Football app, the YouTube, this, that, going to America. We've got some apparel coming. And I've never prioritised going to the gym. So I let myself go massively. Like I, met, I remember jumping in some drills with Jews and Shane. I mean, techers, the techers are still there, but I'm miles off it. And I think that I, I've slowly started realising in the last couple of weeks I need to start stop making excuses and prioritize staying healthy mm. because sometimes when you put the drills out in your head, they look good. But when you actually try them, 
and you're ble- and you're breathing out your ass. So you know, what, you know what I mean, Shane? Sometimes we do the drills. And yeah, we're like, yeah. Oh my god, is this what the players are going through? Like I'm dead here. But, but I find I find like we need to do the drills more before we actually get the players to do them because you find out. Do you know what I mean? Because if you're asking something from them while they're in the drill and you can't actually get it yourself, do you know, or you find it difficult to do that, whether you can't, you got to find the level where you can push them to. Do you know what I mean? But a hundred percent, I think we do need to be fit as coaches because yeah, I, I I feel like a bit what you said there, Tom is like I know just even from. So I just finished coaching there the last couple of hours and I had Saturday and Sunday off for the first time in like a long time. And I actually done nothing. Like I done nothing. I didn't have a game. I didn't have, like I didn't, I barely got a few holes of golf. That's the most I'd done. And then coming here today, I just felt better after having a bit like a bit of a rest. And I, I done, I done a bit of a run and stuff this morning, but it just puts mm. you in a better, better headspace when you're coming towards coaching, you know? Yeah. For me, it's like, I used to, I used to be, but I've gone through different, like, go through different phases sometimes and like bang on it and like I'll spend I'll spend a long time in the gym like an hour in the gym and then I'm in the sauna and then I'm getting out and so for me it's like I I all those things sorted out me but lately I've just been more because there's a lot going on in the business I've been more trying to just tick the box so because I don't I think sometimes when you think of the gym you think like I haven't got an hour an hour and a half to go and yeah. spend in the gym but then you actually don't even need it you don't even need an hour and a half. For me, but, I, I know, especially these workouts I'm doing, the kettlebell ones, and I'd encourage you know anyone listening to type in shred fast, um, because his, his workouts are ferocious. Like, and I, and I literally just like pick one of his workout circuits and I'll do it for 20 minutes. But like, I'm like, I'm done after 20 minutes. I'm I'm blowing, and that's me. And then I'm in the sauna, and then I'm and then I can still get to the office at a handy time. I think, um, but I think sometimes it's like gym. It's an hour of working out, then an hour of this, and then you got to travel there, and then so yeah. by the time you thought about all those things, you're just like, right, I haven't got the time. Yeah, yeah. That's well, you, Jules, isn't it? Jules loves the gym. Yeah, but I, like I actually agree with what you said. I did. I was the same. Like I've always gone to a gym. The boys always hammering me, hammering me for it. I don't know why, but yeah. So I used to go for just, look, just looking at yourself in the mirror. That's why. That's what I know. You've been going to the gym for five years. You look exactly the same, bro. Yeah. Never seen much up there. Absolutely. On this podcast right now, don't me. Let's be honest. He's got the biggest arms here. Yeah. yeah, t-shirt weights, absolute t-shirt weights. Doesn't take much <laughs> against these two blokes, does it, Tom? Look at the of them. Shane, you having that? <laughs> you know, he's, got worse, he's got the worst takers on the screen, but he's got the biggest hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree, though. Like, I think nowadays I go for a lot less than what I used to, like a good half an hour, 45 minutes, and then you just get out. Yeah, but it, it's, always good, it's always good to get it in. It's always good. Yeah, to no, for sure. Tom, uh, Tom, what team do you support? Liverpool. You wouldn't think oh, you'd there, would you? Put no. Guys, for everyone watching on YouTube, he's got Anthony Gordon top behind him. Love you know what? Right. Oh, but... people, ask, people do ask me who I support. And, and like since since over the last probably like three years of when I, when I first started training pros, I'm more just like supporting our clients first, then Liverpool second. I want our, whoever our clients are playing for, I want them to do well. Then I want Liverpool to do well. But... It's um so so but I, I do support Liverpool though. I'm rooting for anyone I want Liverpool to win. Love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch did you watch did you watch the game in the weekend? No, didn't watch it. Seen the highlights. What do you yeah. mean? You didn't watch it, you're not a Liverpool fan, you didn't watch it. You know what? I don't watch it. People probably think I watch loads of football. I don't watch loads of footy. I'm always really, watching yeah? that. I'm always watching because like I, I'm usually I'm usually doing something as we have we have something on pretty much pretty much every day. So I'm always watching highlights. I try and watch highlights and then 
there's an um, there's there's something called Y Scout. Do you boys use Y Scout? No, but I've heard of it. Are you familiar with Y Scout? It's like it's basically a platform where it, it records every kick of a ball in every country. So it's like a subscription. I paid like a yearly subscription for that. So whenever I need to like watch a, a clip or highlights or goals, I can go to Y Scout and even so if Anthony's training, for example, I can type his name in to Y Scout and every single touch of the ball that he's had over the last, ever since he's ever played, will show up on the clips and I can just literally watch every single one of his clips. So I spend more time just watching clips of, of, the, of our players than I do actually sitting there watching 90 minute games. Yeah, well. Yeah, that's that's man. What's that that's called? Why Scout? I've seen Why Scout? Why Scout? I think all the, I think all the, um, I always see Carragher, you know, when he does the Monday Night Footballs. I always see Carragher when he show when he shares his prep for the the shows. He's always using Y Scout. So yeah, that's class. Yeah, it's amazing. Like you know what? I actually don't know how they do it. I haven't I haven't been able to comprehend how they like. I don't know how it's possible to to know every single player on that pitch, every touch, not even the touch. Like I can see Anthony's movements. So if I type Anthony Gordon in and and click on movements, yeah, he'll show you. his movements even when he didn't get the ball and that. I'm just like. How many staff must they have working for them? Yeah, I was going to say you can literally just like go to a category, like literally just passes or you can even go forward passes, sideways. Like it's crazy. Okay. The detail is unbelievable. Have you, okay. have you used Y Scout tools? I, I used it a little bit last year and then I was like tossing between doing the the subscription or not, that one year one. Because to be fair, it's not that expensive when you sign up for a whole year. It's something like five $600, obviously Australian dollars for us. And you get yeah, it. I think I paid two, um, yeah, so I, I didn't end up doing it, but I did have it for like two weeks and I was having a look at it and I was like, wow, there's so much content here. Cause I, I like to watch a lot of, a lot of matches and stuff, but yeah. yeah. I always like, yeah. even when our players come out and, and it's just, it's just good that, and user, you, you, you are probably getting it anyway through watching the, the, the raw games, which I, I don't watch the raw games or at least, you know, majority of the time I don't. So when our players come out and I'm saying to, uh, pros, I'm like, hey, you know, in that game when you did this, or you know, last year when you went here and you're on the edge of the box, and you and it's just like the players are like, fucking hell, he's took the time to actually go and watch. I don't even remember yeah, that yeah. clip, in terms of it. so it, it's 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 really good, really useful, and I'd say so. It provides a lot of value for me in the training. What's what's your like? So, because you're saying obviously you don't get much time to watch football, what's your schedule like in terms of being on the field? Do you coach in the mornings and afternoons, or is it just kind of a lot? Yeah, so it, I used to, I used to, I don't coach, I don't coach as much on the pitch as, as I used to anymore. I used to be every single day, six days a week. We just, we, the only time we don't offer sessions is Saturdays, but we're going every other day. Um, but my personal schedules have to change because I've, um, and again, maybe we'll talk about it today, but I do a, a the Superpower Academy, which is like a confidence and a mindset course for nine to 13 year olds. I also do loads of one-on-ones doing that stuff as well. Um, basically like a self-development, talk resilience, we talk relationship with mistakes, failure, um, all the stuff that comes with personal development and, and mentality and mental approach. So because I'm doing the Superpower Academy, I've also done um i do like a program for coaches as well so any coaches who are looking to start build and grow their own private football football training business i do online programs for them so i'm doing a lot of online stuff over the last since since covid really since lockdown when we got shut down i was kind of sitting there thinking how can i provide value because because i was petrified i don't know what your experience was but for the first three yeah, days of COVID, i was like shit what what am i gonna do here and do you know what though? In. COVID, like COVID, made everyone open their eyes a little bit. It did with me. It, yeah. You had to, you had to think outside the box. Like, I, Jules and Shane were living, uh, living with each other at the time. 
and I had my office in their house and we just went plan B. We were doing YouTube live streams. We were doing, um, we were doing private live streams where people were paying like five, ten dollars to get into the private live streams, and we would, it ended up going crazy to a point where when we first got back, we were still doing them. Like it was weird. It was. Good. Didn't you boys have like a big? You had a big projector up with all people on the screens, yeah, and you had like a little space and all that. Yeah, it was a yeah, yeah. big, big space where we were just like tearing it apart, basically. But yeah, yeah. but but as you said, Lee, like. With COVID coming in, and would you say that's the reason why you started up all this sort of stuff, Tom? Like, obviously, <clears throat> I keep track of what you're doing, and like, I see that you're you're doing this course for the coaches. You're doing like, you know, you're doing the mentorship stuff and stuff. Is that just solely because of COVID, or do you reckon it's something that you were always wanting to do, or has it may, maybe made you just think about it more? Yeah, no, it definitely wasn't something like I wanted to do. People, you know, some people say to me on the small success that I've had is like, some people say to me like, you know. They think that it was a some sort of like perfect business plan from the start, and it wasn't. It was a combination of like I was in America, seeing loads of people do one on ones, baseball, American football, basketball. One on ones was like massive. The combination of that, then seeing Lee do his stuff, and 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 I was meant to go into the DMs because I'm pretty sure years ago, Lee, I don't know if you remember, but I would have messaged you years ago, like when I hadn't even started yet. But I was like, because when I come across your page, I was like, oh my god. I, that you showed me that it was actually available and it was possible that you know you could actually turn it into a business and things that you love and you didn't need to go and be an academy coach you didn't need to go and get a bunch of licenses so the combination of me being an American and seeing people do one-on-ones and then seeing Lee's stuff and your boys' stuff that was like enough inspiration for me to go and start my thing but I never once thought about a superpower academy I never once thought about YouTube I never once thought about coaching the coaches like I didn't none of these things crossed my mind um I literally just I didn't like what I was doing at the time poured out all my heart and soul into coaching and just every just sort of like as I've gone on just looked around and been like right what else can I do okay I'll do that now okay now I've done that what else yeah, can right. I do okay it's very similar with us like it's sort of, things just sort of snowball um I've got Jonah Football Apparels uh, coming out. I've been working on it for a year and a half. And I'm like, if someone had said to me, I'd have my own like clothing brand starting this. I'd be like, you're smoking no good, good weed. Like it, things just snowball. And that only happened because when we went to America, I went Boston on my own the first time. And then the second time I took Jules and Shane, the second time I took Jules and Shane, like every single player and parent was like, have you got hoodies, tops? This I'm like, no. I just, just do coaching, you know. But then it just, just sort of gives a bunch it, of lads you can coach. That's it. It just plants yeah, the yeah. idea in your head. So you're like, you know, it's it's crazy. I actually want to ask you though, um, do you I've always been interested in this as well because we've very rarely, you know, spoke to people that do similar stuff to us. Um, what what barriers do you face with with running, you know, running Tom Owens UK? Like I'll give you a few examples over there. We have Huge barriers with um, hiring fields because councils can be a nightmare. Uh, we have huge barriers with clubs over there. People just don't they don't care about development of players. They just say you can't do this, you can't do that, you're not allowed to do this. So there's a lot of barriers there. Um, we we have barriers right at the top as well. So A League clubs will say to their pros like no outside training, which honestly to this day it's still baffles me how they say that because you see all these top pros in the Premier League that do so much outside training especially in the off season 
like you see them all doing private training. Um, but yeah, we we face a lot of barriers here. We get A League players and W League players, but that's just solely because the players that come to us don't care what the clubs say. They kind of take a little bit of a risk and just come and train because uh, obviously they just want to get better. They want to just you know get fit, get sharp, get touches of the ball. But yeah, what what type of barriers have you come across? Uh, Tom, yeah, Tom all, all, all the above, really, as well. The, the facility challenges, and we've had loads of challenges with the facility. Um, and obviously, because when I'm doing that, because we're at the mercy, really, right? And until until I get my own space, and all you boys have got your own space as well. It looks like in the uh, the new thing in the in, is it in the garden? Were you doing? Yeah, it's in there? my house. Yeah, I, that's one of the reasons why I built it because it's like it's hard to get a field in the afternoon in this country. It's almost impossible. Yeah. Because you just feel like you're in handcuffs, you know what I mean? You can only do certain things and, like, whatever whatever they say goes. And even if they go, listen, you, you said you were double booked and you can't be here or, you know, you just can't do this. It's like, I can't even, I haven't even got a leg to stand on either because the reality isn't, as much as we've got a good relationship with our facility, the truth is, is that the guys who were at the top who were counting the numbers and looking at the bank statements, they don't give two monkeys about us and me and my clients and, and our people. So that's, that's a challenge. That, that's an ongoing challenge. Um and I don't think that will only be solved through having your own space. So I think, uh, but obviously having your own space and especially with the standards that, that you've got and the standards that, that I've got, I wouldn't want to just whip up something cheap either. Like I want to actually, if I'm going to do it, I'd like to, to do it big, but it's going to cost. I probably need investments and I'd probably need, I want, because if I'm going to do it, I'd want to do it big time. I've never, I, this, my, I, this is my thought on that and Jules and Shane know it as well, but I've never wanted to invest in a warehouse especially in Sydney, Australia. It's one of the most expensive countries in the world for real estate. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's ridiculous. One of my best mates, uh, Ricky Woodward, works in real estate. And I was like, at, at one stage, I maybe like three, four years in, I, I was looking into it because one of our friends from America said that he w- wanted to invest his money in Sydney. And his son obviously played football. We coached his son. So I, I looked mm-hmm. into it. And honestly, it, it was you're looking at 10 million plus um, for getting a, for getting away I, I just want half a field because I wouldn't be able to do it in a 20 by 20 box like if you have a pro that comes to you and says oh, I want to work on crossing and shooting and you've got a 20 by 20 warehouse box you're like oh, I can't mate I've got, I've got smaller... yeah that's why I'd rather rent out fields and stuff but um, yeah it's just way too expensive in Sydney but I also think as well I've explained this to Jules and Shane if you get a warehouse it kind of just keeps you stuck in one place and it also becomes a different style of business as well. You're constantly trying to fill the hours. People might want to book five sides in there. And I think it kind of takes away what you're, what you're all about. Um, you you will want to constantly fill them hours and pay the rent or whatever. And it, it just takes away with what you're trying to do. Yeah. It, it definitely put pressure on a business like because you're obviously trying to balance books and you're trying to get yeah. like the money back and you're thinking like, you know, I need to make this amount each week and, and whatever, but it just takes out so much also of them barriers as yeah. well. Like, because you could do a session at, you can do a session at five in the morning. You could do a session at six in the morning. You can do a session at nine at night. Do you know what? You can, like people you come to, in. You and you don't need to ask no one. You don't need to call anyone. Yeah. You just go on just turn yeah. the lights on. Like, do you know yeah, what I mean? Suppose- like, there obviously is there is like negatives to it and there obviously is pluses but it's obviously it's what you want but so I think, I think that is the goal that, that would be the dream pressure. I think yeah and even the financial pressure you might end up like people have said to me like you know if you do your own facility and in the daytime you might have to do like birthday parties and all that I'm just like that's not me I don't want to do birthday parties I don't want to host yeah exactly get the bouncy castle up just get the bouncy castle up boys <laughs> I mean, yeah 
You want to run like Buzz Lightyear because the business needs to make money. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't no, work, but... does it? So I'm all in the Buzz Lightyear outfit and <laughs> receive it back for <laughs> the big bubble there. It doesn't can't do it. Love it. But, you... but when it comes to the pressures, though, it's like that that among like staff is a challenge. Like, you know, you know, I've always um, I've been looking, obviously looking in from the outside of, of what you boys are doing, and I feel like you boys are like obviously all close and locked in, and I feel like to get that commitment and that loyalty is a um, a special thing and it's obviously something that everyone wishes for not just the football business I mean no matter what business you're in you want loyalty and trust and, and a connection among people and obviously I think it's clear from the outside looking in that you, boy, you boys have got that so it's but, but people's a challenge you know some people come in and um, you're trying to gauge are you here just to have a look around or are you actually here because you're on the mission with us or you're, you're really loving where we're going and what we're doing or you're here to have a little nose about and go and do your own thing like what are you up to you know um, yeah. So trying to, I've, I've been there and done that. What's your with Jules and Shane every day? Headache. <laughs> How's that been for you? What's your experience with that? For me, uh, I'm gonna get, anyone? I'm gonna get a bit soppy here, uh, boys. You might want to turn away, but no, Jules and Sh- oh, nah, Jules and Shane are, are one in a million, Tom. Honestly, like, and I've learned that the hard way. Um, very similar to you, really. I think I won. One stage, boys, we had like seven or eight coaches, no? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When me when myself and Shane came in, we came in because you were growing the business. So we actually yeah. more like when I, I know when Shaz, when we came in, there's about six, seven coaches. Yeah, yeah, no, I was, yeah. See, I didn't know that. How long ago yeah. was that? Oh, six years, yeah. buddy. Seven years, yeah. Seven years, yeah. No. Yeah. And like I said, it's about like you're like we're on this mission trying to grow it and you've got all these great ideas, but um, you know, you I found myself just spending more time with coaches that, you know, probably didn't really want to be here. And I just thought I'm wasting my time here. I need to focus on ones that do want to be here. More importantly, like the best ones as well, you know, in Jules and Shane. But yeah, that that loyalty and finding good people is just honestly, it's fa- it's it's very, very hard to find in, in even in any job. And yeah. uh Jules is going to drop the bombshell on us. Tom, you'd be the first person to know, actually, but Jules is actually going to be leaving uh, at the end of the year. All right, Jules. Wow. Yeah. We put it on the podcast already, lads. Yeah, it's on the podcast. <laughs> I, I was thinking about it the other day, Jules, but he, I actually need to start getting it out there now. It's, it's been the cat's out the bag. When you when when Tom was just saying that about us being super close, I was like, oh. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Lee told me to say it to try and keep you. He said, "Say a couple of things." <laughs> uh, no, it's yeah, it's, it's it's it was very very like it's a super hard decision that I've made. But um, I mean, I won't go into much too much detail. But I I, I just want to go on and just explore and learn a little bit more about coaching in a more of a a football country. That's the only I guess downfall that we have here, which the boys will obviously agree is that. Australia is obviously not a top football country, and sometimes we we don't get the best in this country in terms of coaching. And you're going to see your mom in Colombia yeah, as well. Yeah, I'm going to go spend some time back home in Colombia. I haven't I haven't lived or seen my mom properly for about six years. Yeah, um, that's and yeah. I feel like, but from what I'm an outsider looking in, like you've you've poured you poured everything into Jonah, you know, and 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 just looking at the boys is like. That's because that's what you look whenever you think of Joan, you think about you think about our three and and I always say to our people whether you're here for the next ten minutes or the next ten years, like 
just while you are here, give us everything you got and pour it on and commit. And, and it, when we're both 80 years of age, I hope that I can have a coffee with you and be like, listen, remember that time that we were working together? We had a good time. It was great experiences. And because I've been guilty, and it's been something I've been working on lately, but I've been guilty of like trying to go too fast. Like I had to apologize to our staff the other day um, because I just came to a bit of a realization that like I've been too guilty of like, I, I always, I think, as coaches, we're always talking about how someone can be better and never really spending the time to acknowledge like how great they are now. And always like, here's where you can get to. And when you get here, this will be great. And then when they get there, now you're talking about how they're going to go from B to C when you're like, well, Tom, you didn't even acknowledge me from going from A to B. Now you're on about B to C. And so yeah. I feel like I'm just guilty of flying too fast. So I said, I just had to have a combo with our team today and say, listen, I uh, I apologize if, if I feel like... Um, you know, I haven't acknowledged it or, or expressed my gratitude as much as I should have. So just trying to tap into that a little bit more. And I think it's, a, you know, it's not really something that comes natural to me. So it's hard for me. Yeah. Yeah, love that, Tom. Love that. What, um, obviously, <clears throat> what, what, if you're hiring a coach, what are you looking for in the coach? Or like someone to come on, come on and be a part of your team at the moment? Yeah, so, so for us, I, I don't even care about like, the drills and the details, I believe I can give someone that. I think through experience and through reps, I think that I think I can give someone the the, the detail. I can I'm just looking for personality, really, in a nutshell. I just want someone with personality, someone who can connect with the players um, on a certain level. Like, you know, sometimes if I'm watching a coach for the for the first time, or the coach is in like a trial period and they're, they're doing all the sessions, like if the coach is smiling but the player's not smiling. If the coach is dead serious, but the player is not dead serious, I just feel like there's a lack of synchronicity going on there. And I think as a coach, there's that connection that's got to be happening. So like when you're smiling, your player should be smiling because you're sharing a, a moment together. And then when you're serious and you're focused and you're like, listen, let, let's get let's get to it here for this next good set. Your player should be locked in and should be focused. Yeah. So really just looking for that. I'm looking for a bit of personality, a little bit of flavour, someone who can crack a joke, someone who can, um, you know, crack a joke, but then also next minute they're being serious and and then the next minute they're, they're giving high fives and the next minute they're giving details. So, you know, I like it to almost be, I think of it like, I think of it like a bit of an entertainer in a way. Like when, when I coach, I feel like, like I'd like it to be interesting to watch. It should be interesting to watch. So not even like, you know, not even people going there just to watch the player, which is way more interesting, by the way, than watching the coach. But I just know if I went to watch Pep Guardiola, I bet you it's interesting. I bet you're upstairs and going, oh my God, look the way he's moving, look the way he's talking, look the way he's doing with his players. So just try and make it interesting, you know, as a coach, like as if it's an entertainer. Yeah, I've I've always said that to the boys, Um, even though it's annoying because, you need your coaching badges, you know, for all the sh- all the shite, you know, public liability. You need your coaching badges, but I honestly feel like you actually don't need your coaching badges for what we do. It's just about connecting with players. You don't need your A license, your O license, and all that, all that rubbish. Because when I, I did my A license over there, biggest waste of money I've ever done in my life, absolute robbery. Um, but I did my UA for B license in the in the UK and in I did it in Wales and it was class. Got way more out of that. But when I look back on it now, it it helped me with my knowledge of the game, but doesn't help me with what I do day to day. Um, coaching players in in one on ones or small groups. Obviously, the A license, B license, it's all about team training. It's nothing to do with what what I do. So 
I think that's why Jules and Shane are very, very, very good coaches um, because exactly what you were saying there, Tom, the connect with players, good knowledge um, is key. And, I, and I'm always a big believer in good demonstrations as well, you know, massive mm. on that. If you want to be a top mm. one-on-one coach, I've always been massive on being able to show it as well as just saying it. Um, different class. Uh, that's why I like That's why I like some of your stuff. Caught, caught my eye straight away when I first come across you, your stuff. Very uh, seen the similarities with us, really, with just just good energy. Like Shane, Shane's big on the energy when we're coaching. It's massive. Yeah, I think good it's big. and I also think the demonstrations thing. It's like even the lad who I, who I do my kettlebell stuff with, like he's in, he is in the shape of his life. So I'm looking at him and I'm like, I'm going to him because he's me. You're looking at him and you're like, well, obviously he must know something because he looks the part. So therefore, I'm gonna probably list his, his words are gonna carry a little bit more weight, and I'm gonna. So the same way, like if we're telling someone how to strike a ball, how to how to kick a ball, it's like hundred percent, right? Do you know what I think when I'm like because you're I've passionate been... about something you're about to say, aren't you? That was no, no. Oh, is kicking off. I reckon I've said. No, no, it's not. It won't be that good. But I reckon I've said it. I reckon I've said it to. 50 people in my life, right? I've been in and out of, like, gyms and different stuff, like, a lot. Like, just, like, randomly. And I always look at the trainers when I walk in. And I always look at, like, right? And if if there's a... If you're, if you're fat, right? If you're a fat person <laughs> trainer, how the hell Dude. can someone walk in and take you serious at what you're doing? It's so true, <laughs> and, and I And I see, like... I see people on, online doing what we do as well. And I'm, like... Just I look at you, and I, I even look at you just walking. I'm like, you can't kick a football. Why are you coaching someone to do that? Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. But there's just, I just think one thing that bugs me is like personal trainers that are fat and they're like, yeah, like, they're, know, there's loads they're of not in shape themselves, but there's they're coming. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, it's, how it's do you moment, get them? This is the moment where all the, all the overweight PTs just stop listening to this podcast, aren't they? Right <laughs> yeah, yeah, switch up now because I'm, I'm coming. Just, uh, I've right just up. lost about 500 followers. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, uh, I think uh, like if boy. you're if, if you're going to try and get to the top of something, you've got to be up there yourself and what you're trying to coach and what you're trying yeah, to I completely, I, you know I, mean? I completely agree though. I do completely agree. If you're not, you're just, you're just winging your way through it. You're just lying. You're just spoofing away through it, you know? And, and there's, and there's lots probably, of people going to try. There's, you know? a, there's probably a place for like, I don't know how well Jose Mourinho can kick a footy, but so there's a place, there's something going on there where there is a place, but, but in the same breath, he's he's not really telling people how to kick a ball either, is he? So, but, no, He's not doing, he's not doing that. You know what I mean? Like, he's not uh, yeah. what we're doing, yeah. He's not doing demos. So, yeah, like, I, I agree, yeah. Shane, because going back to what you said before about the DMs and stuff, Tom, um, we've had, we've had millions, mate, honestly, millions. I've had, I've had <laughs> to like, I've had to, um, because we've obviously got set same to you when you start any business, you, you know, you trademark your name, your, your trademark, your logo, and all that. So, when I first started, this, I knew nothing. My wife was the one that pushed me to run the business. And she's like, you need a trademark, Jonah one-on-one, because I was Jonah one-on-one football training back then, which we've massively outgrown. That's why we're Jonah football. And uh, I was getting people messaging me on the inbox being like, uh, like Shane, one-on-one football training. And I'm like, I'm like, mate, just try and be a little bit more creative with <laughs> your name. And then I'd have, do you remember Shane, some of the, some of the logos people oh, were having as well. Like that was literally Shane. just that, that was Shane. Yeah, it was Shane that on his fake account. Literally just <laughs> copied. I don't know. 
got cut out of Leeds, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Leeds had a bit of a again. I'll be after that. <laughs> yeah. Literally just like cropping my head off and putting their own head on the, on the logo. And I'm like... Well, we, spoke, we spoke, Lee. I, I don't remember when we spoke, I think, on, on Instagram about a year ago. And you sent me a couple of... Uh, you sent me a couple of logos from people who were messaging you. And yeah, it was naughty stuff like his naughty. <laughs> I know, I, I know you can't. It's out of your control, but it's like I it's do also get a compliment, pre- isn't it? Yeah, it is. But I, I get sometimes. I used to, I used to a lot, but now I honestly don't care. But I used to get really frustrated with it. I'd be like, guys, come on, be creative. Like, I yeah. love you know. I, I you know, I know you've uh, been a member of the YouTube at one point because obviously, uh, I I did a lot of similar stuff about. Um, helping other businesses and helping coaches, I still do on my YouTube. Uh, obviously, I haven't been putting that much attention to it with the app and apparel and stuff. But yeah, I used to, I've done a few videos on that, just being like, guys, you got to try and find your own lane uh, and be what you want it to be. Don't just completely look at what we're doing. I mean, get inspiration from us, but have your own sort of style on it, you know? Oh, some yeah. of the people. But, you, feel, but, you, feel like, you feel like getting them all in a room, don't you? And talking to them all and being like, lads, listen, this isn't this isn't going to work for you, but you, you can't. You've just got to let it go and just yeah, yeah, on their journeys and they'll, they'll figure it out along the way. But they're, they're so, you see them like, all the time. Like They'll pop up and then a year later they're gone mm-hmm. and then they'll pop up. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, there's yeah. a reason for that because it's just they're in it for the wrong... They're probably in it for the wrong reason. Do you know what I mean? They're in it for the wrong idea of they're coming in to make some money and, and whatever. But... It doesn't last because I always say everybody loves the idea of coaching, but when you're actually in the in the the day to day, it's not as easy and it's not as good as the YouTube and the Instagram looks. You know what I mean? And you know yeah. that Tom, there's way more involved in it than 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 anyone can see. Do you know what I mean? Through social media, so I yeah, think I realise that quickly. Like, I reckon people are like him. Um, I reckon people are looking um, at, at the stuff on and the and the thinking. Okay. Well, he, that looks boss what he's doing. And I'm free on a Friday. So <laughs> I'm free on Friday. I've got a, a, how much is a Google, and getting the missus to Google how much a couple of cones cost and how much, a, and then <laughs> next thing you rock up and, and then, but now then you've got to market, then you've got to get your clients, then you've got to keep your clients, then you've got to put packages together, then you've got to hire people, you've got to manage people, you've got to motivate people, you've got to keep them there, you've got to do social media, YouTube. Deal with I mean, parents. Forever, that list goes on forever. So when, when it starts going to that stuff, that's when you know what you're saying there, there, Shane. About that's when, like, you know, if your reasons aren't strong enough, you will just crumble and you'll just go, oh, "Fuck this! I'm just gonna go back to whatever I was doing." And that's why when I come across Lee's stuff, uh, probably like six, seven years ago now, it was probably loads of people who started at the same time as me. But obviously, for me, I was actually like, you know what? I want to do that for a living. I want that to be my life. And there was other people who were just like, I'm free on a Friday. And then obviously then yeah. at some point you will just, you know, the, 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 the cards will always fall where they're supposed to, you know, and then people will just eventually float away. But it is a chance. Yeah, so I, yeah. see pop up with that. I get followed by a, a new 10 new accounts a week of someone who started and they won't be there in a few months. I think, I think the last, honestly, two years, what we're doing has just like, blowing up out of proportion everyone is trying to do it everywhere whereas i know that when lee first started and then even when myself and jet and shane joined there wasn't many people doing it no it's been those bad people trying to copy but there weren't many good people trying to do it now there's so many people trying to do it which is why i'm sure you've done what you've done and we've done what we've done which is you have to try and evolve and take the business to the next level 
Um, mm. Just obviously, you know, we moved from Jonah one-on-one to Jonah football, starting new programs, doing camps overseas. Lee's obviously got the apparel, the app. You have your your mental um, academy and that sort of thing. So I think it's getting really competitive, but you have to keep evolving and and use that like use that time that you built ahead of everyone else really well. Hey, I think that leads on to what I'm about to say next. So when is the Jonah football Tom Owens UK <laughs> camp happening? Lad, I've been giving you an hard time for a long time about this, lad. So don't be, so don't be come out and ask your partner. the calendar. When, when, when can we book Anfield, Tom? When can we book <laughs> I'm, Anfield? I'm ready. Uh, either Anfield or Goodison Park, one of them. We're just slapping me in here. July, next year. Ju- yeah, July, yeah. I think Liverpool that's July. what we, we've organised, yeah. What's, what's July Liverpool saying then? for you? July next year. What was that, the 4th? Yeah, so uh, me and Shane, we actually sat down because we're trying to get ahead of time. Jules is leaving us. Pour that from you, Jules. <laughs> I just leave for this part of the conversation. Call me back when you're nah, done. Nah, nah. Yeah, yeah. If, if I still... Cropped, that little, little rectangle is getting cropped. Yeah, yeah. If, <laughs> if we still love you, Jules, I'll invite you. But I'll be around. Uh, Shane and I have got a big year next year. Obviously, my family are from, um, from Wales and Shane from Ireland. So we thought... Go to the UK, do a bit of coaching, do a bit of networking, idea, and then go yeah. to see our families. But we, it fits into our schedule, start of July. So what are you saying? Listen, I will be flexible. You tell me when you're here, and we will get it on, get it on. <laughs> <laughs> what's the best time? Love it, Tommy, what's the best time for players there, though? Like you would know the market a lot better. Yeah, I mean, d- d- July they'll be, man. Do they'll be finishing school end of July? Um, I mean, you, I'm, I'm imagining the times you're coming over, you're considering like the bank holidays because you know, obviously, if it's in the when the kids are off school, that's, I'm assuming that's the time when you're going to want to come, right? So, yeah, I think so. Yeah. The camps can get loaded. Um, so we also, um, we also get quite a few because pe- some people like see my accent and they think obviously I'm from the UK, and then I'm like, mm. oh, my, my business actually bit, built yeah. out in Australia because they want they yeah. want to do training. Um, so we were actually going to try and coach, well, try to use our connections and people that have reached out to us to coach some high profile players in that time as well, just nice. to get some good, just to get some good footage. And, but we've never yeah. like, honestly, if there's one thing I wish sometimes that we could do some coaching back, obviously in the UK, Shane played for Sheffield United and he's got Harry Maguire in his phone book. Um, I can't believe he dropped Harry Maguire's name in the last podcast, by the way. What about I know, loves it, doesn't he? Don't go, <laughs> don't have <laughs> Harry Maguire. Shane gets on the right, defense. Look, I ain't nibbling here. I ain't nibbling here. So, called right. him, he called keep him Hazard as well. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving, boys. Let's keep it moving. Keep so, yeah, moving. we want we want to come in July. Uh, we have plans to do camps in London, Liverpool with yourself, and potentially one in Wales, uh, where, where obviously I grew up. Um, we're Kane, bro. Honestly, Kane. I think yeah, we did one, say. I think we did say that uh, we did say like, if we're gonna do it, we're, we're like we'll, we'll do it with you. Do you know what I mean? We'll do especially around Liverpool and stuff. I think um, yeah. if we do work that. together and stuff, like we'll we'll proper knock it out of park. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. it will be. It'll be. Big. You're gonna meet us there, Jules. I'll be there, boys. Hundred percent. But you're trying to pull me off. You're just signing up. Nah, <laughs> yeah, <not>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get. Is my coach just one? We'll get you in the league group. We'll get you in the league group, Jules. Jules in the 16 plus. Imagine, imagine, 
I'll bring imagine, my notepad. <laughs> imagine Jules rocking up with your school bag on the first day of the signing up. Joker, put me as a joker. Yeah. Oh my god. Is it Tom Love it. <laughs> nah, it's gonna hundred percent it's gonna happen. Um mate, we'll jump on a call off the podcast to, to get it rolling. But honestly, I can't see much organizing. Just get a field booked, bang. I'm, I'm very yeah. confident in that it would be a success, and that'll be done. Okay, all the field. I'll take care of, of all the all the organisation stuff, and then obviously we'll just we'll just connect on the promotional stuff, and that'll be it. Done. Yeah, that's class. Do you enjoy yeah, doing? Do you enjoy? Do you, do you enjoy doing camps? I love them. Yeah, love. Them. I love the camps. Yeah, I love it because obviously at the camps, generally speaking, you see a lot of. I mean, I've never done what you boys are doing. You boys are like traveling the world. So, to, you know, I'm sure you're used to coaching people at your camps that you have never seen before. Um, and we have a little bit of that. But generally speaking, our camps, you know, there's 100 players on our camp. 60, 70 of them are on weekly sessions with us. So it's nice to be able to see them in that one-on-one environment through the week uh, all year round and then go and see them in that group environment to see how they mix and how they gel and how can they apply some of the tools and the ideas that we've been working on in the one-on-one space and can they translate it over but also it's like anything like I go to a lot of um, I'm obviously massive into me personal developments and into me reading me, me motivational stuff I go to a lot of conferences I'm involved in mastermind groups where you know we're talking about getting better improving so like I go to events where like there's a bunch of speakers on. So like um like the Grand Cardone, I don't know if you're familiar, Grand Cardone, Gary V does loads of stuff. Um so yeah. I, I follow all of these people. So I go to the events, I go to watch these people live. And just when you get that many people in the room with the right intentions, who have all, you know, with all that positive energy comes together, I just think it's a special, special place. So it just feels amazing when you get all them people in the same place. So that's why I love the camps. Yeah. yeah I love that. I think um, class. I think what you said about the players, that's that's the big reason we enjoy doing them as well as to see the players. But uh, and a lot of times you do be shocked as well. Like for me, like p- players can absolutely boss some of our sessions. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when you see them in a in a in a t- like in a, in a bigger group environment or where they're actually dealing with possession or dealing, you know, they won't come through as much as someone that might not stand out in a in a small group. Then, but when you put them in a big group, that you know what I mean, they're they're leading, they're leading the possessions, they're they're running the games and stuff like that. It's um, it's proper interesting to see as a coach, though, you know, the way different players yeah. kind of pick it and, up. And 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 sometimes the other way around, isn't it? Sometimes someone's yeah. not as good in your sessions, and you're kind of thinking, oh, I think he might struggle in a, in a possession, or I think he might struggle in a game, and then he gets put in a game, and he just goes, and you're like, whoa, yeah. where'd that come from? Yeah, it's yeah, mad. Yeah, we've sure. had we've had loads of them, haven't we, boys? Yeah, and, same, vice, yeah. and vice versa as well. Nah, I think if we were to get together, Tom, for a, for a camp in the UK, it would be different class. Amazing. So I'll, I might just clip that up on the podcast, chuck it out there. And yeah, uh, get the anticipation building. July, guys, July 2023, Jonah Football, Tom Owens, UK. Just talking about players, Tom, right? Just obviously looking at that jersey in the background. Obviously, we work with pros over the years and different levels and stuff like that. Obviously, where we are in the world doesn't help us in terms of the access to the players we have. Um, obviously, we got like Alfie and stuff just behind me and good good players that have had really good careers. But just you obviously being in, in England, which is for me, it's the best country in the world for football. And it's not even close. And the access that you can, you'll be able to get to the players and, and stuff like that. What do you feel like is the biggest difference just between like a 
just an, an, an average player and, and someone like Anthony Gordon or someone, uh, one of them big players that you work with? Just, where, just in terms of just the, where they are when they, when they turn up to your training. Do you know what mm. I mean? Yeah, I, love this I, was all, I, was only, I was only talking about this yesterday with a couple of our players. Um, I feel like when I always remember doing a session with John Joe Kenny, he, he's, um, he's, he's now moved on from Everton. Um, but he's in the Bundesliga now and I, I remember doing a session with him and I wanted to, I was doing a practice and I wanted to move on into some finishing afterwards. I always like to go towards the goals to finish. And as I went to move on, he was like, nah, I don't want to move on. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, let me just do another 10 sets in here, but I want it to be sweet and smooth and I want it. So then in that moment, I realised that like, that them players at that top level, it, they don't need it to be sexy and fancy and all the bells and whistles. They just, they just, they, they apps and, and people who are listening to this, but the players, especially the younger players, because we live in a world now where like top corner shots are the ones that travel around and get the TikToks. And, you know, yourselves and us, we buy into that because, you know, we want eyeballs, we want to grow our brand and that. But the reality is that isn't the game, really. The game is them fundamentals, you know what I mean? Them basics. And, and in that moment, I realised like, John Joe Kenny doesn't give a fuck about anything. That looks cool. He, he cares about like, pure being relentless and phenomenal never getting bored of passing the ball five yards to the rebounder and I was just like whoa that's just this just felt different you know and from that moment I was like if you want to be great then if you boredom is the biggest enemy to somebody trying to become great you know a lot of people I know I do practices with you know 10 year olds or what have you and I can see them getting bored. You know, when the physiology yeah. changes, they're kind of like, right, Tom, I've played the rebound and now, like, can we go and do some shooting? Can we now add a mini goal? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. like, I'm drilling them because I know that, like, you know, for me to actually really set them up to give themselves the best chance to become the best football players, I know they're going to have to fight that boredom and fall in love with, listen, the, the, the game isn't the top corners and it's not the fancy and the sexy stuff. It's it's actually the pass off the rebound at, at, a, at, a, at a high level and never getting bored. So, that's one thing that I was only talking about that yesterday with our players. I was like, you know, if you can fight off that temptation to get bored and you can continue falling in love with the basics and continue being fascinated by passing that ball five yards back and forth, like, there's a lot of juice there, I think. Oh, hey, Tom, I just want to add to that because uh, obviously I looked at your website before. I'm pretty sure I may have played against you because you played at Preston. How, how old are you, Tom? Yeah, 30. 30? You're younger than me. Uh, I'm yeah. 32. I reckon I may have played against you because I, when I was at Rex, on my why, why does he look older? You reckon? Like, yeah, I thought he's 40. You know what I mean? I'm just leaving all that as well. Um, <laughs> no, but I want to add to what you were saying, Tom, because uh, I remember coaching Lafondre for the first time, and I'm pretty sure Jules and Shane were down there that day. I know you were Shane. Player. It was at, it was, at, it was at Charles Bean, right? Yeah. yeah Obviously. I played pro, but not at the level that I really wanted to. You know, I played for Wales, played for Wrexham, I was at Everton for, for eight years. Shane, Shane's played for Sheffield United, Ireland. We've all played at good levels, but not not as high as like LaFondra. Played flipping Premier League Championship. So I, when I was coaching him, I used to get so fascinated with like, how how do they think, right? And I, I'll, I'll never forget it. I'll ne- it's on my YouTube channel and... um. I'm I'm glad that I got that footage that day because I'll always look back on it because that was a moment when I was coaching him and this was after COVID. So he he hadn't been training much. Uh, all the teams were in lockdown and I think it was his first session back and we were doing a shooting drill. And I remember, Shane, you were coaching to the side of me. Were you there, Jules, or not? Yeah, yeah we're all there. 
and I put the shooting drill on, right? And I swear to God, I must have put about 30 balls in the box, like in the air, smashing them on the ground, bobbly ones, and it was wet as well, so it was zipping along the surface, and he was just bang, 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 bang. Just wouldn't He wouldn't miss. And I was like, fuck. Like, just pure connections clean, wasn't it? And I'm like... We're 5G, like 5G connection. <laughs> it, it, it was... But I remember being like, what, how have you got that good? And then he, he, he kind of says it on the YouTube, the audio is not the best because we didn't have him mic'd up, but he was just like, I've practiced this all my life. I've just got relentless with, I've just been fascinated with how players move in the box. I, I, you know, he was saying like he studied, he studied Ronaldo relentlessly. And, and it was just, I was just like, it was like he was coaching me. It was brilliant. I was just sitting there listening to him. Yeah, I get really excited because it's it's almost like for me when I when I'm coaching the pros. Obviously, first of all, I want to provide value to the pros, but but really, I'm going in there thinking like, what can I take from them that I can go and give to everybody else? Because yeah. generally speaking, you know, 95 percent of the time, I'm coaching people who want to be a pro, not pros. So, you know, when I do have that five percent of time and I check back in with 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 the pros, there's a piece of me where I'm like, right, when he needs a breather and he's going to get a drink, I'm following him. And I'm talking to him because I want to ask him a little question. I want to, because I want to know what, I just want to get a little chicken nugget off him. You know what I mean? A little idea that I can grab and I can take it into something else. But that What's is... What's Cresswell like, Tom? I know you've coached Cresswell as well. Good, you could make Cresswell. Absolute. I've got him in fancy Premier League team. He's got a one, doesn't he? Yeah. One, oh, yeah. He, he is on his left foot's unmatched. Like, it's on. I actually did the, 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 just before he went back. So obviously, they've all just went back. So probably about. Five weeks ago now, I had a session and I was actually, well, I was, I was doing a couple of inside of like a little box and a couple of the receiving things and he was zipping it at me and my touch was all over the place. And I remember <laughs> we had, we had a, and usually all right. So we, we, we had Mitch, Mitch coach, one of our coaches, Mitch was with me. And I remember in the little breaks, I was looking at him going, hey, is he, is he hitting at me too hard? Or is that me? I couldn't decide whether he was whacking it at me too hard and I needed to coach him on his way to pass or whether he's just used to zipping it. He's, he's just used to zipping it that fast that I just need to get on my toes. But, but I was proper I was proper trying, do you know what I mean? And, I, and I, I'm like, I fancy myself. I can play a bit. I know that Lee's been slaughtering me saying he needs to get me safety up and that. So I've been fucking slaughtering myself <laughs> off in the gym trying to hit the ball harder. <laughs> but but I'm, I'm not, like, I, I fancy myself a bit. And so I said to Mitch, I'm like, hey, is he hitting it too hard? Oh, <laughs> I need fun, to get a little that. bit more on my toes here. And Mitch was like, lad, I think he's just he's just passing it. He thinks that's normal. Zipping it. Yeah, but like the session kept breaking down though, and it was a bit awkward. That's so funny. It was Mate. a bit awkward. But that he is, unbelievable. That's banter. That. I think Shane, you can vouch as well. Obviously, we're very limited to the access of players, but um one, we coach Alana Kennedy, who plays for Man City on a women's game. I know you coach a lot of female pros as well, Tom. Yeah, yeah, and up and coming. It's it's massive now, isn't it? The the women's game over there is yeah. massive, especially what just happened. You know the Euros, yeah, the girls. So, yeah, well, I, I just think like to go back with what I'm saying is like, say like we've all played at an okay level, like um, like but when like we've had taste of a decent level of football, and obviously when you coach pros, you get kind of just puts it back into you what 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 it is to be where they are and what what they, what it should be like and then we obviously then take that and then try and put it into the younger players do you know what I mean but what I feel like the battle is always with is like like 
for me, I kind of know what it needs to be like when you're when you're in an academy or, or you're playing in a professional environment. And it's just about trying to get it into the younger players that, that they need to realise that. And it's like, maybe it is down to that and maybe a little bit of concentration or it might be boredom or something. But yeah. they just... They, there's not, there's not many people that grasp it. Do you know what I mean? Where you're trying to tell them this is what it's like, and, he, and yeah, you, because it's, it's got. I think it's too simple, though. You know, it's like it sounds too simple. It's like yeah. nah, it, I need it, it. There's no way. It's just that, and and it's it's almost like the brain's looking for complexity. It's like it's got to be more complicated than that. There's no way you can achieve that level of results yeah. by just doing a couple of basics at a high, high level all the time. And it's just like, yeah. stop looking for, stop me. It's already difficult. Stop trying to make it more difficult. It's just these few things here. If you could just fall in love with these, like your life depends on it. Like yeah. I just believe that amazing, amazing things will happen. But it's almost just, it's too simple. Like even Creswell talking about Creswell, all the sessions. This is just, this is just like. This emphasizes the difference. He'll rock up an hour before the session. And an hour before the session, he's got his trainees on. He hasn't even put his boots on. He's jogging around the pitch. He's doing his dynamic stretching. He's doing his bands. He did, like, players don't do that. Hey, Maya Markovsky, are you listening to this? I think, yeah, but I was going to say something that you told me, because I think with young players, just from what Shane said, and obviously what you said, Tom, with young players, like, when you try and explain that, most most players and young players especially learn through experience rather than through words so when you say it to them it's like they don't believe you until they see it themselves so i remember with the new program that we were doing and alana was here a couple of weeks ago i remember yeah. you told me Lee, in one session that she trained with about three or four girls that play some of them play w league which is pro here um and some of them play like semi-pro football and obviously they were training with alana who's playing for man city she's a, a matilda and remember, there was a drill where, you know, you had to pass around the mannequin, receive, and then spray a long ball, driven pass along the, the ground. And the girls were kind of going through the motions a little bit. And then Alana got in, did her set, and she Spanker. absolutely schlinged it with, like, class technique. And then you said to me, like, all the girls were like, whoa, like, what's going on here? They were like, well, we're actually here to train kind of thing. So they realized through seeing Alana rather than through listening to me, Shane, yeah. and they told them that all the time. That that's the standard of a professional, even in a, yeah, in a yeah. session where no one is really watching. After the, the that thing, session, but, but, but boys, but we have a it's, we have a battle. Like if we could put Paul Pogba in there every session and be like, here, have a look at him doing that drill, hmm. then we do that. We, we just don't, don't have that. You. Know, don't believe you know. like, it's not that yeah. they don't believe you, but they just don't. They don't believe you until they experience it. They I never forget the works phone that day, Jules, after that session. Every single girl that was in that session messaged me a massive long message being like, Lee, so thankful for the opportunity you just gave us the chance to see Alana train. Like it the penny dropped with them massively. Like, and she was I don't I've i I've coached Alana a lot as well. Um and she's is she not in England though? No? Yeah, yeah, she plays for Man City, man. She's she's honestly, she's just technically outrageous, but I think with a lot of our young pros that are trying to get to that level, like all the Australian girls over there want to go overseas now and play for Arsenal, Chelsea, Man City, I dare say United, but United, you know. And um, that the penny dropped with that mo- in that exact moment, Jules. They were like, shit, that's the level I need to get to. And we've been trying to tell them that for ages and it just doesn't register. But Tom, I, I love you loads, but the best guest we've ever had on this podcast is Gail Clichy. <laughs> and... We were trying to get, we were like trying to, Jules was like horny as hell because it was Gail yeah, Cleese. And uh, 
We were trying to get he all four. Yeah, his ass back to front. He yeah. flipped it around. Yeah, no. <laughs> but we were trying to get like, everything. <laughs> We were, <laughs> we were trying to get all these like hidden secrets out of him, and he kept saying the same thing: hard work. Yeah, uh, it was just like no secret sauce, mate. There's no secret sauce. It was mad, he? he was talking about Thierry Henry, and all of our faces were just like we were just like, it's like crazy. But there is no hidden secrets, man. It's trying to like yeah, he, I love what you say there, Jules. I even think like when we're coaching, obviously Shane was saying that we can't have pug, but in our sessions every single day and it's true. And so it's like, how do you get that message across? And I think for, for me and my team, things I tell our coaches is like, you, you, you kind of like, we celebrate those fundamentals on like a high level. So like if, if our players are hitting against the rebounder, let's say for example, and then I'm asking them just to shift around the pole and play it, but I'm asking them to do it 20 times in a row. Once they've done it, or at least they're on, or they're on the way they're doing it, like, I'll celebrate it like as if they've just won the World Cup final. And therefore, in their mind, it's like, oh my God, like that. So, so, because what I'm trying to do there is I'm trying to, I'm trying to influence their value system so that they value the right things by celebrating the right things. And if I celebrate it, they're going to be like, fucking hell, that felt good. I want, I want, I want Tom to do that again. So then I'm just going to, I'm going to try and encourage them to do it again. So then, so I think as a coach, you've just got to like, if someone does the right thing, uh, where like they value the right stuff or they might, you know, they're getting distracted with top corners so the next thing they go bottom corner. If you celebrate that for just for them being smart, I feel like they're going to want to do it again. And I think if you praise the behaviour that you want, I think you'll get it more. And I always remember, I've got my own, you know, the, the story there, Jules talking about Alana. I've got my own about, again, John Joe Kenny. We, he, had, he had a session once with two of the lads who, one was a young pro at another club and then one was a pro but playing at a, at a division below so it was three of them and I always remember we did this this shooting practice a little bit of combo to finish with a competition versus them and the goalie and we did like three rounds of it and it, whoever lost did running so the, the lads lost versus the goalkeeper so the goalie was safe lads got on the line and ran so they all got to the line right away did the running it was like a couple of shuttles back and forth and then and the, and the, the drill itself was hard and had a little bit of running in it as well so then they did the round two even more exhausted, went and done the running again because they lost again, not by much, but they lost again. Went on, all got on the line. This time, John Joe's on the line first, but then the lads aren't too far behind and then maybe a couple of steps behind me gets on the line, goes. They were round three and then they lose again, like by like a fraction of a margin. The goalie's safe again. Like, John Joe's on the line right away. The other boys are bent over like 20 yards away. And at that moment, I was like, ah, okay, that's the level then. So it's not about really how good you... Because for 45 minutes of the session, I really couldn't tell the difference because the, the, the margins are so small. Like, So they, they, were all, they yeah. all look like great players. But then that last 10 minutes, when and, and John Joe got to that, and me, I hadn't really been coaching pros that long. So I was a little bit like... It was a bit... I was a little bit on edge myself. But John Joe got to the line. He said, Tom, start the watch. And I'm going, I'm trying to be peacemaker, trying to go, well, wait there, the boys are still... Co-. He's like, Tom, start the watch. And um, and he's wait, he's telling me to start the watch because he's not wait, he's not getting left behind because the boys aren't ready. So then I, the boys can hear him saying this. The boys stand up, they sprint over to the line, they get on the line, and then they get ready to go. And in that moment, I was like, Phew. that was just like pure yeah. conditioning. And and I don't reckon he was any less tired than anybody else. I just reckon it was some sort of mental conditioning and mental muscle to manage his fatigue in that moment. That I just think I just don't think if you haven't got that, I just don't think you know. Obviously, John Joe Kenny's played in the Premier League for a long time. And, in that moment, because kind of like what Jules was saying, standards of those players immediately was just like, that's the level. I think unless unless your body actually physically breaks down, 
a lot of the time that extra 10, 20% of your fitness is a mental battle rather than your body actually being tired. And mm. that's why you're saying that same thing at that, ex- at that level, you have that extra 10, 20%. Yeah, just developing your relationship with pain, innit? There's a fellow yeah. called David Goggins. Anyone ever come across David Goggins? Yeah, 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 yeah. He does like all these, these mad, like, oh, yeah, 100-mile runs yeah. and stuff like that. He's, he's a, mad, man. He's a lunatic. Um, but he's got a story where in his book. and Does your kettlebells, does he? Nah, he doesn't. I don't think, I don't think he does nah. kettlebells. No, he does crazy runs, though, doesn't he? He does, like, the 100-mile fucking up mountains, up and down. So he did he did a 100-mile run. And he's, he, he, I think he done both ACLs and both knees. On like on the like last leg of the journey, so he gets rushed to hospital after it because his legs are throbbing, and then they're like they get, they get him in quick, like we need to operate on you, and he's laying there, and as they're about to take him into the operation room, he goes, just leave me for an hour, and they're like, what? You've done your ligaments, we need to get you sorted, otherwise, you know, it's, this isn't gonna be good. And he's like, I'll never experience this much pain ever again in my life. I just want to develop a relationship with it for sixty minutes, and then you can do what you want. And, I was, and I, when, it, when he says, tells that story, I'm just like, wow. Talk about a relationship with pain. Talk about the mental muscle with fatigue. Like, wow. so whenever yeah. I'm in the gym, I think I'm like, I've got no excuse to quit. Thinking that he's laying there with his legs hanging off and he still wants to sit there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's madness, man. Hey, Jules, can you get a bit of inspiration? Absolutely vagina, you. <laughs> hey, you know what I mean? You're probably injured sitting on the chair, eh? I'm, I'm in pain here, lads. When's this going to finish? love it love it oh that was a good chat about pros though see that's what i'm saying shane when we go to the uk we've got to try and tap into the people that have reached out to us because yeah for sure i me myself as a coach i've been doing this a long time and i'm constantly trying to learn but i'd say the best compliment from the three of us is myself jules and shane we've learned off each other so much haven't we boys like i've learned off shane i've learned off jules we all have different coaching styles as well i feel uh, we all we all get the same message across, but in like a different way, which which is what I love. Um, but we've all, we've learned so much, I think, from each other, and I just wish that we could coach more pros. To be honest, because I think every time I coach a pro, every single session, I learn something from them. I remember Brent coaching Brendan Hamill. I don't think you'll know who he is, Tom, but he's a pro over there in the A League. I was coaching him in Melbourne. Absolute animal, like mindset, centre half, like head. He'd headed a fucking brick if you threw it up. But I was learning from him about heading. I was trying to coach him about heading, and he, I was just learning from him. It was it was unbelievable. One of the best headers of the ball I've ever seen. He was like, because I was trying to coach him on like a backwards header, so I had him like touching the mannequin, and he was like trying to recover back and head it. And I was like telling him to try and jump off his off his front foot. I can't remember what detail, but he was like, no, no, try try this. And he was he was like jumping like twice as high and getting up and heading it back. And I was like, right, okay, that's probably why you played at that level. Then <laughs> yeah, I was like, hold on, mate. Just I mean, scribble, I, scribble that one yeah. out and put a little rubber. Yeah, one leg, one leg, one leg. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I I was like, yeah, $700 for that session. <laughs> Take 200 off. Messing, but yeah, no, I think every time a coach, a pro, or work with a good player, you learn something every time from them. But, but that's a coach, though. I think every day, like every session, you nearly learn something, or you're like, even if it's just a bit of a drill or something that you've done, you just, it just, you're constantly, you know what I mean? Learning, yeah, the, yeah. Sometimes you, have, sometimes you have your plan, don't you? You turn up to the session with your plan, but then you see something, <clears throat> you're like, oh, but I actually planned to, to go into a progression where he actually goes around that bit and then does this, but. Now that I'm here, 
can actually, you start seeing, it's like, it's like as if your lens is different when you're actually live in the session. You're just, you're like, all the fog gets removed. Because when you got a piece of paper, you're on a whiteboard, but then you're actually live in the session, feeling the player, feeling the drill. Yeah. So you start seeing different things, don't you? Yeah. I mean, that's why we all say we're just on the remix, like just proper, like you're kind of just, you just remix it on the spot. You see it, like you're saying, you see it and you're like, yeah, I can add this, I can do that. And, yeah. and they're the best ones, I think. Sure. Oh, Tom, what's um, what's the future look like for Tom Owens UK? Then, what are you, what are your plans? Well, I'd like to. I would like to do the traveling. I see you boys doing the traveling, so I'd like to. Um, with you boys being the leader in the space, whatever you do, everyone else is coming behind you. So I'm trying to. Do, I would like to do the traveling, which would be cool. Um, at one point, so I think that's something that is is something that I would like to do, and then also just I, I've got a lot out of trying to help the other coaches. I, I really enjoyed that experience. It was my first time doing, I did something called the Coach Accelerator, it was like a six week course and basically just shared what I've done and what I've done to get from, you know, having nothing to where I am today. And I've really, I really enjoyed it. And then obviously seeing the coaches go out and do their own, you know, get their own results and build their own businesses. I, I get, that lights me up really. So I think a combination of trying to travel more um, and then, you know, even trying to potentially, you know, visit other people's sites and, and help other people out. And, and because, you know, what, what I've done has changed my life drastically. Um, like six years ago, I was in a, in a factory working 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. and just in a, in a low place and then poured everything into the coaching. And, um, and yeah, it's now it's, it's me life and uh, I love everything that we do. So if I, could, cool. if I can sort of give someone a little nudge in that, say, right direction... That would um, that fill me up. That so a combination of traveling and doing some of that stuff. I think. What about you boys? What's next? What's happening? Other than yeah, Liverpool, <laughs> I think uh, for me on a personal level is I'm building my family at the minute. So my wife would actually she's actually due in nine days for the second one. So yeah. Do you know what it is? Yeah, I'm having another girl. Yeah, so I'm absolutely I'm absolutely ecstatic. Um, so I think just building my family to be honest, but. Uh, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to put everything in place now so I can try and hit my future goals of, you know, that's, that's why, I was, that's why I'm really good why Jules is leaving because I don't mean he's, he's leaving, but he's not leaving. You know what I mean? He's, he's always going to be a part of John football, but um, going out on loan, reckon. Yeah, he's, he's going out on loan to Colombia. Yeah, bit. Yeah, uh, but I, I was thinking about this the other day, actually, Tom, weirdly enough, and I think. I think once my kids are grown a little bit and the business is on a, a, a established and Shane and Jules are doing well or whoever's working for us is, is doing well, I, I think I really, really want to coach at a top club. Um, doing you know being a being a private trainer within a club, and I know that a lot of Premier League clubs are definitely starting to look at that. Championship clubs, um, I know a lot of clubs already have it, and I think that would be a, a dream of mine. Really, is to to go within a top club and be a private trainer there. And I'd love to pull, bring like Shane with me. Cause I feel like sometimes when you have two coaches there, it's, it's brilliant or, you know, Julesy or whatever, just, I think that, that, that would be, but I'd have to make sure that Jonah football's still running really well. And cause I absolutely love what I do in Australia, but I think we're very limited here cause it's not really a footballing country. Um, so would you I be still... willing to travel and relocate for that? I'd have to speak to the wife, but, um, that, that decision is not. That decision is not. Yeah. Don't you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not. It's not when you've got a family. You've obviously got to think about that. But like I say, that's not right now. When my girls are grown up a little bit, 
Um, and I can hopefully still kick a ball. That would be the plan. But yeah, there's a lot, lot of stuff that I still want to do with John football. I want to travel the world um, with the boys, hopefully. Because I want to do that whilst whilst we're young as well, you know? I think that travelling one's I think that traveling one's great. When I'm seeing you do that, them experiences look unbelievable. Are they are they amazing them experiences? Oh, it's yeah, the best. Very but like do you know for, for us, like obviously we got we've been to America and we love it there, but you just the way you're like <clears throat> the way it's received over there. Do you know what I mean? Like you feel like it's more like even sometimes you feel like you're more appreciated in a different country than you're you are probably where we are, do you know what I mean? Sometimes and that's not that's not me lying either. You know, just the way people take in what, what you're about and, and just, yeah. So I think I'm with Lee. I think we, like, we've only got, you know, your legs only last so long. So you've got to go and, and again, we need your legs to do what we do. So you've got to, you've got to make, make, make it um, the most of, you know, your time in culture. 100%. So I think, yeah. I it's think not easy tra- though, Tom. Traveling, traveling it's not easy. You can't just like click your fingers and be like, oh, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. You know, like hopefully we do this Liverpool one, but it'll be a shitload of work from me and you to, because obviously we're so passionate about what we do. Um, and that, that's that's another reason why I might actually cry my eyes out when Jules leaves because he's not just a, a cracking coach. You know, he helps me a lot in the office as well. Um, you know, there's not like I did. The boys, boys will tell you, I was hardly ever on the pitch coaching, was I, leading up to America, boys? I was just staring at my computer for, for 12 hours a day, like, organising so much stuff, especially the last one. We did Seattle and California, you know, booking flights, booking fields. Like, it was just all worth it in the end, but it's not it's not as easy as what people think, you know? Do, do you have a you do you have an admin person working for you, Tom? Yeah, you mentioned your mum, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So my mum just does the camps. My mum does the registration and all the camps, but she doesn't. She's not full time. But yeah, we got a full time accounts manager. Mike, he's a beast. He, so he just manages all the inquiries. He, he organizes. He basically just runs the whole operation. He, he messages all the coaches. We got like a coaches WhatsApp group and messages in the, in the group. Sends sends everything over to um to our coaches for whenever the coaching. Then I've also got uh, Megan. Uh, I think Megan needs a shout out. Megan is a beast. She's eighteen, full time with us, and she does everything. From she does all the administration on the Superpower Academy. She does all the administration on the Coach Accelerator and the coaches' products. Uh, we have a, the mastermind now as well. So Megan does all that. She's my PA, so she manages my diary, my schedule, me meetings, appointments, Zoom calls. Uh, Megan's unbelievable. So between Mike and Megan, they they handle all the admin. And then our uh, boys, I was thinking when when Lee was mentioning about Jules there, it's quite unique in it, like our, our industry in terms of. We're not just looking for good coaches, but also like people who can provide value behind the computer or people who can provide value in the office. And that's been one of the challenges for me. You know, we're talking about challenges at the very start of the conversation. And one of the challenges for me is like, sometimes you find a good coach for someone who has no interest in the office, but then someone who's great in the office and can't coach that well. So you're trying to look for that balance of, of both. So, mm. so yes, so we have mm-hmm. our coaches, we've got five full-time coaches and they're in the office now and just down the hall from where I am here and, and they'll be, they've all got different responsibilities from like managing the kids, uh, video analysis for our, our members, um, driving the camps, Coach Mitch is the camp director, so he does all the camp stuff. Um, yeah, it's a lot. Doing like the drills and the tactical pad. We, we, do you boys use tactical pad, like the animation for the drills? No, but we, we will mind I've, you. I've used it before, I've used it before, yeah. We, we, yeah, we get, <laughs> we get together to be fair. We, 
we are massive on um just getting a whiteboard out and just drawing it. Boom. Like we we we're getting together tomorrow actually to session plan um for our for our program that we've just started. So it's great. It's I love session planning me because I do, you know. we, all of I our heads are just like, yeah. And then we start like Shane's the best. He's like, no, we'll do this. Shane's the remix master, bro. Yeah, Shane yeah. loves it. And then you start, and then you start standing up. Don't start going for the ladders and that, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> you start actually, and then you start putting water bottles down and doing one series around the around the water bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do, I do but, love, I do love the session plan. But, but when, when I feel like when you plan, when you set, when you get your session plan right, the sessions are so much better. Do you know what I mean? And and yeah. it's, that's a good feeling as a coach. That's one of the the best feelings. Do you know what I mean? When your when your sessions just. Just especially, watch. especially a session that you haven't just grabbed from YouTube. You know what I mean? You've done a whiteboard session. It's, it, it, this session didn't exist before you delivered it, and then you yeah, delivered exactly. it. It comes to life, and everything worked the way you thought it was gonna. Sometimes it works better than you thought, and then the players are loving it. You're just like, this is the sweet. And then you just, it's almost like I always call sometimes coaching when it gets to a certain level. It's like meditation. It's like therapy. Like when the, when my session's going off, I'm not thinking about nothing else on the planet. I yeah, am locked yeah. in just about, I'm just like, I wanted to go on for like three hours, you know what I mean? And the players are loving it, the ball's whizzing, you're involved, like, it's just like therapy, you know what I mean? It's like meditating. Good feeling that, it's a definitely good feeling, Tommy Boy. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, chase not- we chase that every day, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I'm, um, going the, I'm going to the pitch in a couple of hours, I'm, I'm chasing that feeling, like, and that doesn't always come, but I, I want I want to try, I'll do everything I can to get there. Yeah, yeah, for sure, bro. Um, look, Tom, we know you're super busy. Obviously, we appreciate you coming on and, and taking time. But as we do with all the guests, we'll always just... Again, we could probably sit here for another couple of hours and talk football, talk coaching, no problem. There's, there's stuff that we haven't touched on that we probably wish we would, but obviously we know time is valuable. So we always, with every guest, we always finish with a little bit of a quick-fire question just for a bit of banter and see 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 where your yeah, brain yeah. and your head is at in on a couple of the questions. Um, oh, just just before that though, just I just want to have it, want to have this out on the podcast. Did you see this messy assist that leaves? Did you see this? What we're talking about here, Tom? Uh, I, I didn't see. I, I see messy. He had a clip this right peg and went to Neymar and he volleyed it. Yeah, yeah. The one. Oi, yeah, oi, yeah. Wait, I don't I'm know. I, I've never seen you boys talk about it, but I have seen it. I'm getting no, it no. up. I'm gonna share so, the screen. So when you I'm first on. seen it, what do you think, Tom? What when you look at a clip? What do you think? You know, I, you know what? I've seen that fast. When did that happen? Was that a while ago? No, it was on the weekend. It was on the weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm getting I it up. I haven't, I haven't took time to, to, to download it. Let me... Let me. Can we Can we get this I'm on the screen? I'm sharing screen. Yeah. Can you see <laughs> it? Yeah, got it. He means that, mate. I'm telling you now. Uh, t- right, Tom, sorry, I can I see it again? Can you show me it yeah, again? Yeah, 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 you can see Shane's coming there fuming. Some volley as well, by the way. It's a sweet volley. Oh, that he means that, bro. No, oh. no, nah, nah, be honest, oh. boys. Come on, get out of the clouds. Get oh, out Shane, of your comments has six, your comments has sixty nine likes, by the way. Oh, Shane, I'm with you, bro. I don't think he means that. He doesn't um, mean what? it. hundred percent, he doesn't mean it, mate. No, like, no. I'm not having no. Look it. Do you think bit. he means it? Look at Jamie McLaren's comments. He has no out. idea. Name is there, bro. But that's what I'm saying. Nah. But, but but what's the benefit in him flicking it up into the air? Like if he's over, and he just steps over, you know. Like he'll just step over it and let it run. Nah, through. but to be fair, I reckon, to... I reckon, I reckon if he steps over it, there's too much pace on it though. I reckon it might Oi, go past Shane. Neymar. Shane, nah. look at Jamie. 
You have to watch it. We have what? to watch no. it live to see what Look at Jamie doing. McLaren's comment there. Honestly, I think he got an overshout, so he killed the pace off the ball for Neymar. Mind boggling. Yeah, but there's one thing getting an overshout, there's another thing knowing what where he is and the weight. Yeah. Well, no, man, if there's through. anyone that can pull it off, it's messy, no? But I yeah, think yeah, that's true. Like that's true. I but think... Oh, I don't know, man. He's a hard one. Jules, I know the more this. you watch that's it. That's a hard one, Jules. He hasn't gone for that. There's not a chance. Right, watch it again. Watch his right foot, though. Like, watch what he does with his right foot. <laughs> in any, it's oh. black and white, boys. It's a bad <laughs> touch, and it's just ended up as an MSP. He's meant that, mate. I'm done. Jules, Shane's, in, Shane's in the snooker room, and I can prop it in. He's Shane's got 69 likes. He's on fire. Followers. Oh, my God. That, 69, oh, yeah. 69 like that one 67 like yeah, like so six so the majority yeah, on, uh, on the yeah well Laser, only gonna tag Benzema in it as well I know did he, did he comment yeah Benzema's following you <laughs> do you reckon he is no, I don't know, bro. <laughs> nah, guys while well, some screen sharing I'll give um, and we're on YouTube and everyone can see I'll just show you Tom's uh, Instagram page so go and give him a follow ah, thanks for the love appreciate it um, he's got what? what's his pinned one here Tom is Creswell? Yeah, AC, is, yeah. AC. Yeah, what, what's he saying? Go on. Blue Blue boots. Blue oh, yeah. Kill it, shift it. Shift it. Oh, my yeah, God. Bit of top, oh, bit of top spin ridiculous. on that, no. Love that. Bit of top spin on that as well. Yeah, I was stuck under him a little bit. Honestly, you had to, like, you had to kind of like shift it off the his feet. That first touch was lovely. Though. The second touch isn't as good. Oh, my God. A little reverse there. How about, how about the blue sky in Liverpool as well? That's a rare yeah. thing. Yeah, what what pitch is that, Tom? Looks nice, that. Is that a background? Is that a background, Tom, or is that... That's probably <laughs> where we'll do it, Lee. That's probably where we'll do yeah. it. Yeah? Yeah, so there's nice, that, that. That, that's the site where all my morning sessions are done at that place. And then my evening Look at it, sessions it's a passion, eh? Such a good-looking lad. Oh, you've got the new iPhone as well, where it blurs it in the background. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need to invest in it? that. Uh, do you know what? I like the coach cams you do. Need to do more of it over here, to be honest. I like that stuff. Yeah, give him a follow, guys. Tom Owens, UK. Growing, he's growing sure. quite well there, Tom. It's quite hard to grow on social media as well, isn't it? Like, I was saying to the boys, Tom, the other day, I was like, lads, I was having a bad week, but I'm, I've got over it now. But I was like, lads, I'm kind of, I'm starting to, like, get, I've had enough of the social media because I've been doing it for, like, 12 years, man. Well, when you said did I start? on the last podcast, didn't you? Yeah, when, when, when did I start, boys? 20, I should know this, it's on the logo. 13. 2013. It's coming up, oh, 10 years in October, by the way. John Lee, if you and me, right, and I passed away yesterday, it's tomorrow, and you took over, what would you do with my page? Oh, my God. Good, good question, bro. Uh, <laughs> Great question. A crack, one, Tom, a cracking question. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it's a leg spinner right at the weekend. I'll be honest with you, Tom. Right? I, reckon, I reckon I grew really quickly 10 years ago because I was one of maybe five people that were doing it. Um, so I got really lucky. Honestly, I feel like there is no, um, there's no hidden secret with, with with social media. It's just about being consistent. More importantly, putting out good content, which you know wouldn't have you on the podcast if I didn't think you, you you know your content was good. But I think a lot of people get caught up in some of the trash that I see online. Honestly, it drives me nuts. And um, they're calling themselves coaches, and you're like, come on, man. But I think it's just more about quality than. There's then then you know, people think there's got to be a strategy. Do two a day, do five a day. I mean, I'm not a social media specialist. I just make sure that I try and keep the quality quite high. And 
mixed in with a couple of bangers, a little bit, a little bit like yourself, really. Just people love seeing good te technique videos, you know, like that Cresswell one or mm -hmm. myself mm -hmm. and Shane. Notice how I kept jewels out of that. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, jewels. <laughs> but I think um, I would just focus on what you still do, mate. Just good content. Try and think, try and think... be try and be different to what's out there, you know. I think that's mm. one thing though you guys do, Tom, is like you, you kind of have your own style of like your you know your coaching and stuff <clears> is very like like upbeat with your energy and stuff like that, and that comes across on your profile. I think like it's just that yeah, kind of creating your own kind of identity online that you know not yeah. just following what everybody else is doing. That has to be you've got to be different, you know, to be successful. Yeah. Didn't, didn't you boys get? Didn't you get taken off and had to start again and all that? Yeah, I lost it when I went to the UK, but. YouTube's the one for me, Tom. Like, uh, um, I, I put all my energy into YouTube now. I've got, I've just hired the new photographer, Josiah, and he's he's superb. Um, and we're just really focusing on the YouTube because that's the only platform that really um, looks after you. And what I mean by that is, is anyone on Instagram can grab a Tom Owens video and reshare it on their own page. It's coming in now. Leave, you can hear oh, me. You've you out. Oh, am I still there? I've got you now. I didn't hear the last. Oh, does it? Yeah, spewing. Yeah, I've lost it a bit as well. Oh, my Wi-Fi. Hold on. I can still see you though. No, it's can you just hear Lee. me now? It's I think just, it's Lee. Yeah, it's Lee. Can you oh, hear me it? again or not? I've yeah, yeah, you now. Yeah. You know. yeah. yeah, I was just saying then. Um, YouTube's a plat platform for me because anyone, Tom, can just grab one of your videos off Instagram and reshare it on their own page. And then they start growing their own followers and they've never created a single bit of content in their life. Um, mm -hmm. Whereas like if YouTube, if you do that on YouTube, if someone grabs one of my videos off YouTube and tries to put it on their profile, they can still do that. But all the revenue and ownership comes back towards me. So that's why I really like the YouTube platform because it really looks after actual create content creators because I know you've, you've started a YouTube and it's, it's hard, man. It's a lot of work that goes yeah. into it, you know. And and it, it is off the back of because I think I feel like Instagram and the TikToks and that they're like they're like little ponds compared to YouTube. I feel like YouTube's the ocean in it. Everybody's yeah. on YouTube and it's like all access to so many different people. And um, whenever I get anyone in to talk about YouTube or I'm speaking to Megan who does the video editing and that and the videography at our place, I'm always saying like, listen, there's a reason why. Lee and the boys there are pouring everything into to YouTube um, because it saved you well, hasn't it? It saved you well, and yeah. I'm, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming the America trips and the travelling, a bulk of that comes from the YouTube, I'm assuming. Yeah, it is, yeah, massively. But I think, again, obviously I've put my heart and soul into it, but just got a little bit lucky at the start because when I started without Jules and Shane, the only one that I really looked up to was um, Superior Striker, Alan Russell. Um, who was doing it in America and I really admired his stuff and the detail that he was going into with the striking stuff. But I couldn't really um couldn't really think of anyone else at the time really. So but now obviously there's loads, so it's it's massively oversaturated. So I feel like it's quite hard to grow on social media. Um yeah. in the trying to time. break through and it's difficult yeah. now. It is a challenge. There's so many videos, so many options and that. So yeah. it's trying to what you, what you need naked say. chicks doing juggling. That's how most of these people grow. Yeah, I ain't got any of them. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get into this quick fire. I know you got a lot, uh, a lot on your plate. It's been a great podcast. I've, I've enjoyed it. Right, you ready, Tom? Or what? I'm ready. Right, 
The rules of the quick fire is try and answer it, answer it within five seconds. <laughs> Everybody has broke that rule so far, so yeah. All right, here we go. All right, Number on. one, best player you've played with. <laughs> Danny Welbeck. Oh wow, he absolutely torn United one by the way the other day. Yeah, yeah. Um, best player you've played against. Ooh. It's gone. I don't think that really. You, you, you cut out a bit there, Tom. You're cutting out of me. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Best player to play the games. I might need some time here. Yeah, you, we, you can have yeah. a pass. You can have one pass. Do you want to go, go back to that? Who wants to be a millionaire? You can go to a pass. It doesn't have to be a big player, Tom. It just be someone that you've... You played against that as a good player that you found that he's yeah, a good I'm trying, I'm trying to think now, though. That's hard <laughs> on the spot. I thought I'd be better than that. <laughs> oi, we'll come, oi, we'll come I, back to start, that. I started well, didn't I? <laughs> start, I pushed way too early there. Came out, it came out firing. <laughs> and then you just... I was uh, mentally exhausted from the first question. <laughs> <laughs> you dumped me on the second. Yeah. We'll go back. <laughs> Let me come back to that lead. Let me come back. Yeah. Question number three Best player you've ever coached? A tough one, Anthony Gordon. Oh, love that! Best manager you've ever had, Michael Mack McBride, Notre Dame College in America. Oh, right. Best ground you've played at, sounds like a resort stadium. Light. Oh, wow! Uh, your best moment as a footballer. Scoring the stadium light first penalty. Oh, slots for where you put it? Bottom right. Ah, safety oh. that. You've just, you've just got <laughs> Don't safety me again, man. You say to me too many times. Night. I are you a Nike or Adidas man? Adidas. Steven Gerrard. Yeah, Stevie G, best player. Night out with the lads or night in with the misses. <laughs> oh. uh, night in with the misses. Oh, it's not around. I don't, I, don't, I don't drink. I don't drink. That's why. Love that. Go for, a dance. Go for a dance, Tom. Yeah, I'm always yeah, intrigued yeah. by this one. Messi or Ronaldo? I answered this the other day. Can I explain it or just got to answer it? I'll give you an explanation. Ronaldo, only because Messi, when I see Messi play, I it's, can't comprehend. I feel like he's playing a different sport than everybody else. Whereas if I see Ronaldo play, and I'm a bit like, I reckon if you trained hard enough, you couldn't be probably couldn't be Ronaldo, but I reckon like he doesn't do nothing that sort of like he does sometimes. But generally speaking, you see Ronaldo playing, you're like, you know what? You know, if you go to the gym and do enough sit-ups and work hard enough and dedicate yourself enough, you could get somewhere in the same space as him. But I just don't think you can with Messi. So Ronaldo. So basically Messi's better. Messi, really, yeah. Messi, yeah. <laughs> Best pair of boots you've ever had. Uh... It'll be an Adidas, Adidas Preds, it'll be. Yeah, the ones with the tongue, elastic band on the tongue. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, yeah. Best piece of advice you ever got during your career? Undisciplined people do stupid things and disciplined people do smart things. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to get that tattoo on the way home. So. <laughs> Cracker, no? I'll be there next time. <laughs> Who was your football hero growing up? Steven Gerrard. Yeah, unbelievable. Best football game you've seen live? Uh, 
I went to um, I went to Liverpool Arsenal four three. Four, 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 three, Arsenal. Thierry Henry. Ash Arvin. Was it the Ash Arvin one? No, it was no Thierry Henry. Don't, was Ash Arvin oh, Thierry Henry? Oh, yeah. No, no. I think I know which one you mean. Yeah, it is a good question. What's better, being a coach or a player? Player. Yeah. Well, I didn't expect you to say that. Player. Not Surely player, player, I reckon player, yeah. Not like Surely. being a player. Even now, you mentioned that you've just quit playing, Lee. I've just yeah. quit myself. I was playing still with my friends on a Saturday. Um, and even still now, I get dragged back into it. They're like, Tom, I need a, we need a player on Saturday. Are you available? And I get dragged in every now and again. But but yeah, playing, I love, I love playing. Like, Yeah, it is class. I, it, it is class. Best ever <laughs> music album? Oh. Um, I'm into I'm into Drake, you know. Yeah, big what fan of Drake. That. What was the one when he said, uh, do not disturb? What's that one? Oh, come on, Jules. You're a Drake fan. Oh. <laughs> and headlines, headlines. Drake like, headlines. Isn't it Take Care? I think it's Take Care. Take Could be care. wrong. Yeah. Funniest, yeah, I, always, I always love this one as well. Who's the funniest player you've come across in your career? John Taylor. Who's that? Dad Rotherham. Played for them, nosy schoolboys, train them now. Um, but yeah, hilarious, John Taylor. You need players like that in your team, don't you? Hilarious, yeah. Mate. Even now it's hard to coach him because he's that funny, you know what I mean? Really, <laughs> really difficult to coach him. Including all sports, who's the greatest athlete ever? Ever. It's interesting. I like this question, you know. LeBron James. Oh, yeah, right there, Tommy Boyd. LeBron James. So you, I, was, I was what, thinking Kobe, but I went, I went LeBron. Basketball. What do you think of Ronnie O'Sullivan? Ronnie O'Sullivan. I don't. You know what? I don't follow him. Don't follow him. I'm no. not. I'm not into me. Nah. Why would you wear someone gone Ronnie? Nah. No. 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 Nah. Nah, I just think. I just think Ronnie's. He's just. He's a freak. Though. Hey, Jules. In sorry. His sport, you know what I mean? It, what's your answer to that? Yeah, but uh, mine's always gonna be football. Though. Like, I don't. I'm not. Go on then. Uh, just give it. Um. It's football, it's got to be Ronaldo, no? Athlete. Oh, oh. Yeah, but like, do you mean athlete, athlete or player? Uh, the question is athlete. athlete. It's more I'm than five seconds, this one. I, I know. Just answer it. Athleticism, no? I love, I love Maradona, boys. Oh, I get Maradona, it. Shane, well, no, what's no, your no, answer? No, no look, go back over the question here because I think people yeah. are getting mixed right. up. Like, Tom's saying... There's a couple of grey spots in the yeah, question yeah. here. Right. All right, let's to, get rid of... I think Tom's answered like LeBron James because he's an absolute unit. You're talking let's like get rid of the word. Yeah, Ronaldo. No, yeah. Let's get rid of the word athlete. Who's the greatest sportsman ever, then? Ah, okay. Tiger Woods for me. Yeah, I, I, I thought about Tiger Woods, to be honest. But I mean, even LeBron James has surely got to be in that conversation. Yeah, right, 100% there. he does. Yeah. Shane, who's yours? I'm dead athletic, so, so I'll go LeBron still. I, like, I, I'm with, I think Tiger Woods as well. Jules, are you still going Maradona? Yeah, yeah. Maradona. Maradona. Because you're going back outside of the world now, you're just trying to cover our bases. Will you stop, will you? Maradona Disaster. All right, couple more, couple more. What's no, the first app? Like that's a, that's a... <laughs> What's the first Kate app Taylor, that you're Kate open Taylor. in the morning? First what? App. First app? Yeah. 
my Google calendar. Boring one, that in it. And put that's it There's no way that the minute on a Sunday morning you're opening your phone and you're picking up your Google oh, Calendar. Really he didn't say Sundays. He didn't say Sundays. Oh, Shane's is OnlyFans. Oh, I like it. again, or you're taking Google Calendar or not? No, we're going to have to take it, aren't we? Oi, that's a good one. Passing drills or shooting drills? Passing. And the last okay. question. If you could invite three people to dinner, past or present, who are you choosing? Stevie G. 100%. Jane Murray. So there's someone, there's someone who I follow in the personal development space called Jim Rohn. Passed away years ago by him. Jim Rohn. One more would be. Got to bring a bit of banter in there. He's probably got two stiff ones there. Don't you? you need a bit of fun. Don't you? <laughs> you need a comedian or something. Oh, don't, because that's going to have more time now. And I'm going to have to find someone who's funny as well. <laughs> um, third person, Jürgen Klopp. Oh, Jürgen. What would you cook? Um, <laughs> am I cooking? Yeah, yeah. You are now, mate. Scramble, scramble, they're gone. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds really like me. Carolina's listening. I'm starving now, though. Top chef. I know. <laughs> Shaz has been here for ages. We're going to let you go. Tommy, what an absolute legend, mate. I don't even know how long I've been going for, but unbelievable podcast. Honestly, I love it. I appreciate it. I've enjoyed it. Well. Yeah, let's Thanks. do it again. Let's, let's, I'll, I'll have to start my own podcast and, and I'll uh, get you boys on. Hey, and I'll see you in July. We'll end it there. July. Yeah, see, 100%. See boys, we'll let, we'll let Tom go and then we'll just uh, we'll wrap up the podcast and Shane can go and get some scrambled egg. Yeah, I love it. All <laughs> right, Tommy, Tommy like, legend, mate. Thank you for your Thanks, time, Tom. honestly. Yeah, yeah appreciate, appreciate it, Tom. Boy. Yeah, take care, mate. Keep smashing it, all right? Yeah, nice one, lads. Thanks a lot. Likewise, see you later. Take care, brother. Yes, lads. Well, that was class, boys. Nah, actually, it was class. I how long have been going for? Ages, bro. An hour and a half. Do you know what? Do you know? What, do you know? What, do you know? What I think about Tom, lads. Right now, he's off air. We can hammer him. I'm only messing. <laughs> um, what I think about Tom is he's the type of person that when he actually starts speaking, he's got that um aura about him that you listen. Like, he's got that presence where you're like, I don't know what it is. I feel like some people just naturally have that gift where when they start speaking, they, they suck you in. Like, I, I feel like you clop. Yeah, I feel like your clops and Guardiola have that as well. Just like when someone like that starts speaking, you you automatically listen. It, yeah, uh, I think um, I'm pretty sure, like, again, we didn't get to touch on it because there's loads of stuff that we haven't talked about. But I think he did do doing some research, he'd done some, like, uh, a degree or a master's in communication and stuff. So he's very good at his communication, you know, even with his videos and stuff that he, he gets across what, he, what he's trying to get across, you know what I mean, to the players yeah. or whether it's to the camera. And I think now he's really good at uh, speaking. I enjoyed speaking to someone else on a similar wavelength to us, though. It was good. It was interesting. Yeah, I loved it. Loved it. It was class. Yeah, it was good. Um, All right, lads. Well, I'll see you boys in the morning for a meeting, yeah? Yeah. Shane, you're starving, aren't you? Starving, yeah.
Start guys, up. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Again, I'm just going to ask you guys to follow us on YouTube. Again, we're getting so many views, but not many of you are hitting that sub sub button. Um, highly recommend. We did a bit of sharing screen here as well, so highly recommend listen and watch on YouTube. And a big thanks to Skills uh, Skills Australia for sponsoring the podcast, boys. I'll see you on the next one. We've got some guests lined up. I'm not going to name names, but yeah, we, myself and Shane have been messaging some guests. I, I I love doing podcasts for you boys in there, and I also love doing the guests as well, boys. Yeah, we keep mixing up, but we keep it rolling. We try our best with, with the guests, and if not, then we'll jump on and we keep keep banging them out. Come on, Shazky, yeah. come on. Yeah, Jules, yeah, I'll see you in the morning, Jules, yeah? Yeah, see you then, lads. Love you a long time, lads. See you later, boys. Peace.